Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 164. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of, and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to highlight my free weekly newsletter. You can actually follow the link in the show notes here, or you can simply visit themotivatedmindpodcast.com to sign up. It's completely free. It's yet another way I'm looking to add more value to each of your lives. For those of you that have signed up, thank you so much. It means the world. Be sure to check it out. We all know that we shouldn't compare ourselves to others, yet That's often easier said than done. In today's world, it can be easy to do so, as we all have a portal into everyone's lives online. If you're struggling with this, guess what? You're not alone. This is a habit that many fall into. Comparing job title, income, grades, house, Instagram likes, the number of categories in which we can compare ourselves to others are infinite. So is the number of people that we can compare ourselves to. This toxic cycle has many stuck in a state of unhappiness, where the daily habit is to focus on the things that we don't have rather than the things that we do, focusing on what we don't like about ourselves and our life. So how can we break this cycle? What are some ways that we can learn to stop comparing ourselves? Number one, Reframe your perspective. Look at the complete picture. I cannot preach enough how critical elevation and perspective are as we move through our lives. Daily, we experience what I call a vacuum effect. This is when our daily challenges or tasks at hand suck us in. While this focus can be beneficial in some cases, overall, it can be dangerous. And here's why. Life is huge. I mean fucking massive and abundant. When we allow this vacuum to suck us in and hold our face right up against our problems or struggles, we start to build this idea that it's our entire world. Think about it this way. Let's say that you're looking to capture a killer shot of foliage in a field one morning as the sun rises. As you look to capture this beautiful shot, you're looking through the viewfinder or the screen on the back of your camera, all the way zoomed in, to a small section of this beautiful oak tree, as the sun bounces off the side of that tree and spills through the leaves. While this shot is gorgeous and elicits the feelings that you're looking for, it lacks context, it lacks depth, it lacks diversity with the surroundings. So you reduce the zoom, capturing a bird flying overhead and and the sunrise creeping over the hill in the background bouncing off some fog. This is a perfect parallel to what happens all too often. We zoom in and start creating this idea in our minds 
that this is how our life is, amplifying our problems. And in some cases, even making ourselves think things are actually a problem when they're not. This is exactly what happens when viewing others, comparing a portion of our life with a portion of someone else's life. We zoom in and focus on the aspects of someone's life that we actually lack contacts on. We zoom in and focus on certain aspects of their lives that we like. Cherry picking. This fixation starts to create this idea in our head that whatever we are fixating on about that other person must be the case for their entire life. Think about how dangerous that is. We make an assumption on 99% of who that person truly is. So if we are making an assumption on this other person that we're comparing ourselves to, and we lack 99% of the picture, it's an, an inaccurate and useless comparison. It's a waste of energy and mental resources. So what can we do instead? Change idolizing to humanizing. This means creating a balanced view of others before we compare. Realize others are human beings and that they, like many of us, have strengths and weaknesses. Number two, accept your position. Accept where you are and make sure to move on at your own pace. Now, that doesn't mean that we accept defeat or that we're throwing in the towel. By accepting our reality, we can learn to focus on the tools that we have now. Here's the shift in our minds when we fail to accept our position. We start to look at the things that we don't have. We start grasping at straws and blaming others. We start making excuses. We start blaming a system, which starts to open up this can of worms. Questions start to bounce around in our minds. Why don't I have this? How come I'm not at that point yet? Am I not good enough to have those things? And on and on and on. All of this negative self-talk tricks us into thinking that we don't have the control. That the other person had better circumstances than we did. Which in reality, we have no basis for this type of thinking because we lack the bigger picture. We need to remember this. Life is supposed to be enjoyed and savored. If we feel this itch or this natural tendency to compare ourselves to someone else, shift the playing field. Compare yourself to who you were last week, which I'll dive into later. Number three, live intentionally. Intentional living is about making a conscious decision to live our life in alignment with our values, our goals, our dreams, and our ethics. These need to be the pillars, the foundation of our life. If we can define these metrics, we can hit the most important P word, purpose. When we define those values, those goals, those dreams, those ethics, something powerful happens. We come to the realization that the combination of those things rarely, rarely perfectly aligns with someone else, which is the epiphany that leads us on a completely different trajectory in life, one that fits our agenda, 
one that fits our needs, one that fits our definition of happiness. Our lives start as a blank slate. I'd go as far as to say a blank slate every day. We get to decide how we approach the day, how we react, what we put our energy towards, what our goals or mission are for the day. Just think about that for a moment. How fucking special is that? We have the freedom and the luxury to write the pages to our book every day. That means if we want to change our character halfway through our book, guess what? We can do that. If we want to change our goals because our needs have shifted, guess what? We can do that. How amazingly special is that? It doesn't get any better than that. When we wake up and move through life with intention, all of the other noise becomes suffocated because it doesn't matter. I remember playing football in high school. Something interesting would happen anytime I stepped on onto the field, complete and utter silence. No matter how large the crowd was or, or how loud the crowd got, you never heard them on the field. No cheering, no booing, complete and utter silence. So why was that? Because you were so laser focused on just doing the best that you could in your position and getting into the end zone at all cost, that nothing else, nothing else mattered. It's as if your brain shut down all of your other senses to focus its energy into your physical actions. When we become so damn fixated on our goals, our dreams, when we live each and every single day intentionally, we muffle the noise of everything and everyone else around us. Live in the moment. Enjoy what you have and what you can do right now. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Number four, compare with yourself. If you must compare, compare with yourself. If we always want what others have, we will never have enough. This thinking is what makes us move faster than we can think. 
This is where we start moving without long-term thinking. Imagine, a construction crew is building a new roadway due to increased traffic. And rather than taking the time to plan ahead, the crew simply starts digging and laying asphalt. By the time they get even halfway through the project, they realize the road heads in the completely wrong direction. They didn't think about the gas lines and the water mains that ran right through where they were excavating, creating complete chaos, burning through money and time. This is exactly what happens when we use the comparison of someone else's life to our life. This is where we start to guide our life in a direction that we think is best for us, but is predicated off of what we see with others. Comparing ourselves to ourselves is the only fair comparison we can make. And even this has limits. This process can be very effective if we can learn to not belittle ourselves. The purpose of this exercise is to create a baseline. Use that baseline version of yourself as a metric to measure. This baseline allows us to understand if we are improving. And if not, how can we improve in that category? Now, the thought process should not be, wow, I really suck. I haven't made any improvement. Give yourself credit. If you recognize that a certain area in your life needs attention and improvement, chances are that you've made some headway. These might not be monumental strides, but progress is progress, whether that be an inch or a mile. There's a Chinese proverb that I love and that you might have heard that I think is really fitting here. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Now, granted, this is more about taking your first step and removing procrastination. Nonetheless, it is still fitting. When you look for this progress, dive deep, recognize those inches. They add up and sometimes are difficult to identify at first when implementing this process. A lot happens throughout our days. Here's actually a crazy statistic. Some studies actually suggest that we forget approximately 50% of new information within an hour of learning it. And that goes up to an average of 70% within 24 hours. If we take this for forgetting curve and think about this in the context of our accomplishments, chances are that we're forgetting most of the things that we accomplish, our learnings. So taking the time to pause and look for these instances can be very empowering. So what can we do when we catch ourselves starting to compare ourselves? Hit that damn pause button. Don't belittle yourself or, or feel bad. Just acknowledge the thought and gently change focus. This can be a shift to asking yourself these questions. Why am I comparing myself? What am I looking to accomplish by comparing myself? Now, part of this can be a shift to focusing on gratitude, which falls perfectly in line with my next point. Number five, practice gratitude. I talked about gratitude in last week's episode. It has a powerful way of shifting many things in our life. Be grateful for the things that you have achieved and the things you have. 
acknowledge your success. It is almost impossible to experience negative emotions when we are thankful for what we have. Again, if you always want what others have, you will never have enough. You will always want more. I promise you. It's an endless cycle and one that will never lead to a life of happiness. Practicing gratitude allows us to appreciate all the things that we've been working for. It sparks those positive emotions. It allows us to feel alive. It allows us to capture everything that we've done in this life. It gives us a window into appreciating our efforts and taking the opportunity to enjoy them. It allows us to appreciate adversity and build a stronger relationship with ourselves. When I was younger, I had a nasty habit of looking outward and always mentally grabbing the things that I wanted that I didn't have. I lived in this constant hamster wheel of going after crap that had no actual meaning to me or value to my life. I created a mindset that tried to live a life of abundance, not an abundance of happiness, rather a mindset of abundance filler. I now spend every day being thankful for the life that I have, the opportunities that I have, the people I know, the people that I'm able to engage with. Constantly reminding myself of these things allows me to make a priority to surround myself with more of it, more happiness. I want more than anything for each of you to really think about that. So to recap, number one, reframe your perspective. Change idolizing to humanizing. This means creating a balanced view of others before we compare. Realize others are human beings and that they, like many of us, have strengths and weaknesses. Number two, accept your position. Accept where you are and make sure to move on at your own pace. Remember, life is supposed to be enjoyed and savored. Compare yourself to who you were last week. Number three, live intentionally. Making a conscious decision to live your life in alignment with your values, your goals, your dreams, and your ethics. These need to be the pillars, the foundation of our life. If we can define these metrics, we can hit that P word, purpose. Number four, compare with yourself. Comparing yourself to yourself is the only fair comparison that you can make. Remember, never belittle yourself. The point of this structure is to create a baseline version of yourself as a metric to measure. And number five, practice gratitude. Be grateful for the things that you have achieved and the things that you have. Acknowledge your success. It is hard to be depressed or sad when you keep reminding yourself of all the good things that you have in your life. This week's shout out is by the pot dealer who wrote a review on Apple. You ever feel like you just don't have what it takes or that it feels like the world is stacked up against you? I feel this way or I felt this way. The mindset after applying what I've learned in this podcast has changed my views and output in my daily life exponentially. I get more done in my pottery studio and I feel better about my overall mental and physical health. Give this podcast a listen. I know you will find value in the words and be soothed by his calm 
demeanor. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. I promise I don't bite. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into five hacks to stop comparing yourself. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a mindset production.